This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 52. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today's guest is Bree Brower, a freelance blogger and digital new media writer. She recently launched geekandprosper.com, which we're going to talk about today. Um, and as well, prior to that, um, and currently she's a writer for tubefilter.com, as well as has a website at self-named website, breebrower.com. So we'll get into all those, probably focusing primarily on Geek and Prosper because I'm curious about it and uh, why she she launched it and uh, what she's doing to essentially build her online business, what she's doing to build a brand online, how she's going about it. And we're hopefully we'll get to tackle that in depth and, and learn some good stuff. So Bree, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a native Arizona girl. <laughs> um, it's finally cooling down here. So that I'm appreciating that right now. <laughs> uh, very much been a, a writer my whole life. My dad was a news anchor. So I've always had a fascination with uh, media. Um, but the whole business end of things I wasn't actually interested in until about college. Um, when I, you know, when you kind of hit college, a lot of times more doors are open to you and you start understanding more about the world. That's when I realized there was a lot more to business than, you know, just going to a business and buying something. There's so much more going on behind the doors. So yeah, got into business ideas and kind of studying it a little bit in college. And yeah, I guess that's it. I moved around a little bit. I was in Iowa. I'm now back in Arizona. So yeah. How do you get into being a, a writer um, for something like, you know, that you're doing right now with uh, Tube Filter? Yeah. Well, what happened was I actually, when I graduated, I got a job as an English teacher for an online school, and that didn't pan out after a few years. And so I decided to do freelance writing. And the thing with freelance writing, as with any business, is you kind of have to figure out the topic or the niche you want to focus on, the industry. And I just continually found myself wanting to come back to the topic of online video. Uh, online video like YouTube and Netflix and uh, even like Amazon, you know, instant video and everything. Because I felt like that was such a huge industry that was going to explode, but I felt like no one else was covering it. Um, so what I did was because it was very difficult, <laughs> it's very difficult to get a hold of people in that industry because unfortunately, it is growing, but there's uh, they're not like massive corporations like CBS, for example. So a lot of people in the industry are very busy. So emailing people is difficult. And I decided instead to attend conferences that I knew those people would be at. So I went to two different conferences um, this past year. One was at um, 
Actually, they were within two weeks of each other. The first was at uh, in Anaheim called VidCon, and that was where I met my current editor. And I'd actually emailed him a year before that and written one story for their site to kind of you know try to get some uh, built-up stories behind me about that topic. Um, but I met him at VidCon, and then I told him I was going to this other convention called uh, Rooster Teeth Expo, which is all about uh, new media and online video and gaming and stuff like that. And I went to that two weeks later in Austin. And then afterwards, I emailed him and said, hey, I'm back from my trips. It was great to meet you. Are you in need of a freelance writer? I'm still very, very interested in online video and new media. And I noticed, for example, that your site, every once in a while, you guys have some... Um, spelling errors. I could even do, be a pr freelance proofreader for you guys if you wanted. And he wrote back and said, the problem is we do need a proofreader and we need a writer, but we need a full-time writer. <laughs> so he asked, is it okay? Would you be willing to just write for us full-time? And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> so it, it was a really long road to get to where I was now, but that's essentially what happened. And how long have you been writing for them? Not long. I just started in August. Okay. And what's the experience been like um, in the context? I'm, I'm always kind of curious uh, for different, uh, different, uh, you know, what it's like for people doing kind of, you know, stuff like that um, yep. in that space. Yes. It's, I find it a little bit demanding, but I think that's also good. It forces me to stay on my toes because I try to get like five stories out a day for them. They're not very long. I mean, the max, you know, the minimum word count is like 150. So it doesn't have to be long, but a lot of times, you know, you get press releases from companies and you want to make sure you get a, a really good story out that day. So it's, um, it's a little bit demanding, but I'm also really enjoying it. Um, and I also enjoy the fact that my editor and my coworker are both very dedicated to making sure what we write is accurate. So none of this like stupid, you know, yellow journalism or fake journalism or media lying to you kind of a thing. So I'm very, very blessed to have an editor who's like, nope, can't publish this. You didn't do enough research. <laughs> so that's mm. always good. Nice. And so tell yep. me a little, a little bit about why, why Geek and Prosper. Why Geek and Prosper? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> may, maybe start with what it is so the sure. audience understands. Geek and Prosper is a blog that teaches people, geeks specifically, how to start and run online businesses. Uh, my tagline is, um, you know, become an online business superhero. And that was my whole goal with this thing. I grew up a geek. I grew, I consistently... All my friends, well, not all of them, but many of my friends are geeks. And I would go to geek conventions when I was younger. And like this past summer, I volunteered at Phoenix Comic Con. And I just continually ran across people who wanted to do something with online business related to their passions, but didn't know where to start. They just kind of like shrugged and were like, it'd be cool, but I don't know what to do about it. And then I would also talk to geeks who did know what they wanted to do and had started looking into it. But every single site that they found about online business, they thought was like the most boring, non-helpful thing ever and completely unapplicable to going after their passions. 
Um, so they would, you know, they would find things like, oh, how to start an online like real estate business or whatever. And they're like, I don't like, I don't want to do real estate. I'd rather do like freelance writing or whatever. And none of them, I just, I felt bad for all of them because I had been lucky enough to do, do freelance writing myself for two, two and a half years. And I found success with that. And then I was lucky enough to, through my passions, get this job with Tube Filter, which I consider, you know, the next step in my, my kind of entrepreneurism or whatever you want to call it. And so I felt bad that other people were not able to do the same thing. And I decided we, someone had to remedy that. <laughs> so I created Geek and Prosper so that geeks would feel like there was a place for them to go to learn online business in a way that was clear and genuine, but was also fun and very much appealed to, to everything they love. And now this platform is pretty new. So tell me a little bit about the startup process and maybe some of the struggles or pain points you've had start, like getting it started and, uh, and, and building an audience around it. Well, it was definitely a learning experience. Let's say that. <laughs> a couple, I would say there were two major issues with my launch, uh, getting this thing started. Um, it did take me a few years to figure out that I wanted to start this thing. And I originally started it as a kind of a personal blog detailing my journeys as a geek. But with any business, that doesn't help people. And, a, and businesses need to help people or solve a problem to be useful and profitable. So once I decided to change that, I was like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll do this like geek and prosper thing. Well, I, the biggest issue that I ran across was that I was super excited about my idea, but for some reason I could not get myself to organize anything. So I kind of just wasted several months. Like I got a coming soon page up in like February of 2014 and I didn't launch until October. So I kind of wasted time. And then once I realized I was wasting time, like in August and September, like I really got into it and just made a launch plan and got things done. Um, so the launch could have gone better. <laughs> I could have had more awareness and more subscribers, for example, but that was my fault. So that was one lesson learned. Uh, the other lesson learned was you also, this is something I know a lot of people don't want to deal with, but you really have to pay attention to is uh, legal matters. Because my initial idea stemmed from, why don't I just use um, the Star Trek, you know, quote, uh, or base it off the Star Trek quote. So I originally started my business as Live Geek and Prosper. But the more I looked into it, the more I was like, oh, you know what? CBS owns the rights to Star Trek, and they could technically sue me for this. <laughs> so I was like, all right, no, I'm changing this entirely. Um, I'm just, I realized that Geek and Prosper wasn't matching anything, and it's, it implies, you know, a connection to the geeky world, but it's not a direct um quote or anything like that. So I had to, about a month before my launch, completely change my branding, like my logos. I had to buy a brand new domain name. I had to move everything over that I'd already built. I had to ask my designer to, uh, you know, like I said, recreate the logo and fix my social media headers and stuff like that. So it was, it was a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah. So how has the growth been then since you started? Have you have you gotten any traction yet or is it still kind of slogging it out? And tell us a little bit about that. 
It's a little bit of slogging it out, but it's also because I'm only posting about uh, two times a month. And then the rest of the time I'm using to try to um, get guest posts placed. Um, and I currently have like it. I currently have like three guest posts in the works for other sites. But like you may be aware of, you can't control when those other sites publish things. Um, so when those other sites publish my guest posts, then I'm going to see if that actually pays off. Supposedly, guest posting is a phenomenal for building your traffic and gaining traction, right? But I need to see, once they're actually published, which sites that I guest post on generate better traffic for my site in particular. So right now it's slow, but I'm hoping that, um, you know, as more posts, as I post more to my site and promote it, as well as guest posts, it slowly uh, gets going. And then what are your plans then in, in the context of this? Is this something that will eventually replace your, your day job, are you hoping? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I am hoping it does replace my day job. I mean, I, I like I said, for TubeFilter, I do work from home, which is great. Um, and my editor didn't, he d didn't even care where I lived. He was just like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to live anywhere specific. LA or New York would be great, but I don't even care. I just want a writer. And my husband and I would love to live in Colorado at some point. So as long as I could build up Geek and Prosper to replace TubeFilter, at the point where TubeFilter could also, you know, didn't really need me and could maybe replace me. That's kind of my goal with it because I'd love to just sit there and wake up every day, still working from home, but planning out blog posts and video video blogs for Geek and Prosper. That that would be the ultimate goal. And so what are your next steps, say, in the next month to six months out to actually get there? Yes. Um, first of all, I actually... Uh, created a marketing plan. <laughs> I learned from the fact that launching without a launch plan or nearly without a launch plan doesn't work very well. So I set up a marketing plan actually this past weekend. And my goal is to get uh, st stick with that posting every two weeks and then marketing and contacting um, specifically contacting bloggers who I think might want to either A, interview me or who are accepting guest posts. So I'm going to do a lot more of a guest posting campaign pushes as well as um, interview requests. And beyond that, to be honest, the most that I've thought of is just making sure that I stay in contact with my current subscribers and give them more of what they might want. So every once in a while, I'm going to try to make sure I email them and say, hey, look, this, there's this cool resource you might like, you know, while you're waiting for my next blog post. I think it's really fun and it references Star Wars. So, you know, you might like it. Check it out. So currently, those are my, you know, two or three simple goals. But I think when you're starting a business, that's all you really should focus on. Yeah. So... I suppose when it comes to that, then like, like, how do you know, how do you measure success? Uh, me personally? Yeah. I measure success if, well, I guess it depends on the, the medium or whatever I'm doing. Right. Um, for guest posting. My well, how about goal, just for your, your business in particular? What's, my business what, yeah. in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say a success for me would be if within a year from now, I can launch my first product and sell at least 
one copy of it. That would be my my goal for success, um, as well as being able to help my subscribers in any way. I I only have about a hundred subscribers right now, but I've already heard from two of them on a fairly consistent basis. Um, and this is because in my email um, campaign, when when subscribers join my email list, I asked them in the very last email, you know, thanks for joining. Hope you enjoyed your free uh, videos I made for you. Now, why did you sign up? Like, what are you struggling with? Just tell me and I will help you out. And I won't tell anyone ever. And I think I threw in something there like, I won't ever tell anyone, even if like, you know, uh, Sauron tortures me like he did Gollum or whatever. (laughs) So like Mm -hmm. I, that, and then I heard back from two people and that doesn't seem like a lot, but when you consider the fact that I only have a hundred subscribers, it's, that's still a fairly decent response rate because a lot of bloggers out there who don't even, you know, intend to create a business out of their blog, Mm -hmm. don't even hear from people half the time who read them. So the fact that I was, that I heard back from even one person, I was super excited. (laughs) So if I keep hearing back from more people and I can help them out, that would be, that gives me the energy to keep going. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, no, it's a hard slow. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard fought. That's for sure. There's nothing easy about doing it. And it's, I think, I don't know if anybody recognizes just how difficult it is um, yeah. in a lot of ways, unless you're, unless you're in it. Um, yes. But uh, t- tell me a little bit about, uh, or, and I had a question. Oh, um, y- how many hours do you spend on this every week? And, and yeah, hmm. on average, I suppose. Yeah, I would say, let's see here, 10, I would say about, it depends on the week, but I'd say about 18 to 20 hours a week on top of my job. So normally I work those eight hours and then I take an hour break between uh, tube filter and geek and prosper to try to like clear my head and, and get a workout in there. Um, and then I usually spend two to three hours a night on geek and prosper stuff. Um, and like I said, it depends on the week. Sometimes I want to go out with friends or sometimes um, my husband and I have like a weekly date night where we just sit and watch, you know, TV or whatever together. But for the most part, you know, 18 to 20 hours a week. Nice. Good. I mean, you know, at the, at, I like, like seeing that because it's, it's a quite, you know, it's a commitment, you know, that's a lot, a lot of work that goes into it, a lot of time. And so I, I think it, it takes at least that amount to, to start making progress anyway. So I think that's a good snapshot and a good, good perspective insight that I think mm-hmm. any listener could, can recognize that it takes a lot of time, um, and it's not just like putting in the hours. Obviously, it's it's you know one of those like almost cliched slogans or something like that. It's what you put into those hours, but it's, you know it's what you're doing with those hours. But but the reality is, there's still a certain amount of time you have to put into things to to build and to grow. Yeah, for sure. And and like you said, a lot of people don't understand that unless you are doing it. Because sometimes when there's like a goal I really wanted to reach, and my friends call me up and they're like you know, we want to go, go out sometime this week. Can, can you go tomorrow? And I'm like, Oh, it's kind of last minute to let me know that. Cause I have to work on this blog thing. And they're like, yeah, but it's a blog. And I'm like, no, I don't think you get it. <laughs> it's, it may be just a blog to you, but to me, it, this is the kind of thing that I might be able to make my entire living off of it within a few years time. So then when you say that, they're like, Oh, you're actually serious about this. <laughs> you're like, yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, Bree, we're hitting the uh, the top of the the time right here. So before we roll, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. First and foremost, it's a good insight, I think, into the creative journey into someone just starting on on their venture. Um, and then second, hand it over to you and say, you know, where can people reach out to support you and check out what you're doing and support you? Sure. Yeah, I I would say head over to geekandprosper.com. Uh, my email and everything is on there. But to make it easier for you, it is Bree B R E E at geekandprosper.com. I'm also I also going to be on Twitter more often because I finally got myself a smartphone after not having one before this. <laughs> so I'll be on Twitter more often too. If you want to talk to me there, I'll have that app installed on my phone. Perfect. Well, Bree, thanks so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, and good luck to all your uh, your endeavors as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that wraps up another broadcast of In the Trenches. If you're interested in checking out the show notes, just head over to tomworkus.com slash podcast to see our latest episodes. Also, I just wanted to give a quick update to fans and listeners of In the Trenches and specifically what I'm working on right now. For the past two years, I've been publishing books, my own and others, through Insurgent Publishing, my boutique publishing company. In the past six months alone, I've helped four individual authors launch their books to bestseller on Amazon, including Dan Norris's The Seven Day Startup and David Nihil's Do You Talk Funny, among others. And both of those books are still top of the charts months after launch. I've learned two important things from all this. Number one, that people still read books. And believe it or not, they're willing to pay for the good ones. And number two, the $60 billion book industry is only getting bigger and the barrier to entry is only getting lower, which means access to this market has never been closer to the average writer, blogger, or author. It is literally within the grasp of anyone who wants it. But you need to know how to approach it the right way, with patience, with a strategy, and with the right implementation and execution. That's why I've been able to launch so many bestsellers, many that are still top of the charts, because we brought great books to the people who wanted and would pay for them. No slimy sales tactics, just honest, powerful marketing. Now, I want to show other authors and publishers how to do the same. Four months ago, I launched the pre-beta to a new super secret platform called Publishers Empire. In that time, I've helped a dozen authors and publishers start to bring their ideas to life. And with their help and feedback, we've quickly developed what is, in my opinion, the best, most comprehensive publishing training platform in the world. And now I'm getting ready to open the doors up to a few more students. So if you're interested in being part of a tight-knit family of publishers who help and support one another through their writing and publishing projects, if you want access to over 100 HT training videos to take you through the writing and publishing process, if you want access to proven copy and paste book marketing and sales copy, stuff that we've used to launch bestsellers, and if you'd like professional book covers and templates, you could plug your own work into and look like a pro in minutes. And if you'd like all of that while getting the chance to be mentored by me, check out publishersempire.com and sign up to be notified when we launch. That's www.publishersempire.com. I hope to see you there. As always, this is Tom Morcus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In The Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone.
Join the resistance. <laughs> <laughs>